0: Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuwood Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently passes the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard.
1: Do you guys like testimonies? Okay then I want you to please put your hands together as we welcome our brother Dwayne
2: Amen Amen So hi guys, my name is Dwayne and I'm part of the Greater Love Choir. And my testimony today is how um, God delivered me from the spirit of death and my addiction to smoking through the prayer and fastness. So I started smoking when I was about 15, 16. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it started out very, very occasional, very social uh, when people were around. Um, then I began to notice that it became more private, so I would find myself um, in, in the comfort of my home, in my back garden, smoking. I'd find myself in the corner shop buying cigarettes, and I'd find myself on the phone to, um, to you know, can I get <laughs> mercy <laughs> you know, to to somebody, to somebody, to somebody. Just um, can I get 10 pounds worth for you know. Um, and then that began to accelerate, um, so then I found myself spending a lot of time and money smoking um and it was really bad i was i was really being consumed by it. and the verse that comes to mind is the one that says um whatever you yield yourself to you become a slave to that thing because um, i can i can honestly say now that um looking back on it i was actually i was a slave um there was times i'd wake up in the morning and i have a craving to deep crave to just smoke and just inhale something um and to elaborate on that if i'm being brutally honest there was times where um perhaps i never had money to buy cigarettes I would actually leave my house um, just in the, the, cause there because there's an eventuality that I would see someone smoking and I could just say sorry mate can I pinch a cigarette kind of thing I was even I was learning the lingo and everything it was wild so um so it was bad and I was really it was really I was acting out of character um so fast forward I was in church God preserved me um the word was coming powerfully as it does um and Bishop was teaching us Bishop Richard was saying about take take up that cross uh, follow Jesus and you know um you're a new creation, all new things have become new, um, die daily to yourself from Paul, and um, so I was learning about the spiritual implications of it, and I no longer wanted to smoke, but um, because I couldn't bring myself to stop, I was now becoming depressed, um, and you know, that's where you see that the enemy was now ministering to me, and telling me that, you know, I'm not worthy, I shouldn't be getting up to sing in the choir, I shouldn't be dancing praise and worship, you know, but now, it's not a problem, I just, I just float, there's no problem, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, the devil's a liar, um, but, (laughs) you know, let me vent, so, um, and then you see that I've overcome that, but, um, I think, so I was really consumed, I was in a bad place, and one thing that I did do was I spoke to people about it, so I was open, and you see that, that helped me a little bit, because I was now accountable to someone, um, so when I'm in conversation, they might perhaps say to me, how's the smoking going, and I've now got to be, um, open, and say whether it's going well or it's going bad, um, so that helped. And then um, you see that I was still depressed because I couldn't overcome it. There was a practicality that I couldn't confront. And that's when you see that. Um, that's how I overcame smoking through prayer and fasting. Um, because it brings me to a Monday morning. Um, I was working in Sainsbury's at the time. And I was getting ready to leave, just finished, getting ready, about to leave. And, um, and I checked my phone before I left and I saw that in actual fact, we was fasting from eight until four. Um, but prior to that, I looked in my mom 's cupboard and I saw um double wait, wait, double chocolate chip muffins and then, you know from there else we could hit the belly you know ready to go um, and then I was made aware that we was fasting, so by now i 've got a decision to make and i 'm looking at the muffin and up until you know and I really want to stop i've tried I've tried to stop smoking, and nothing worked up until then and I decided that look i 've tried everything i've got a decision to make either i 'm going to eat the muffin and stay in captivity or I'm going to try to trust God and see where it leads me. I wasn't even thinking about smoking, but I was just expecting. Um, and, you know, that, that week, um, fasting is normally a bit of a struggle for me, but that week I done all right, and I fasted all week. And you see that um, from that week I've never looked back and stopped smoking, you know. Um, amen. Praise God. So, you see that um, the desire has been deleted permanently. I no longer have the appetite to smoke this smells disgusting to me now um, you know and now that I'm out of it I'm much more aware of it so I just want to thank the prophet Doug for instituting the fasting and praying and also for um, I just want to encourage everyone that if you're here um, don't count yourself out stick around and get involved because uh, I really believe that God wants to bless us through the prophet but if we can only tap into that you, can, you might get your deliverance on so. Amen that's it Put your hands together for a powerful testimony
1: Wow! May God also deliver you. Amen. Amen. All right, it's time for some beautiful singing. Somebody say beautiful. beautiful. All right, then please put your hands together and let's welcome Sela! <laughs>
3: Brother in the pipeline, he has been calling me. He has been praying to God about me. He's a really nice guy, you see. He has been praying and asking, Oh, God, is she the one? I have been waiting and waiting for him. To make his decision about me I'm hoping it's me, will it choose me? Oh brother, propose to me Oh brother in love, please propose to me I know that you love me so dearly And I love you too And I know that you want to marry me To Make up your mind about me How much more time do you need? I can see it written all over your face I see it in your smile And I see the twinkle in your eyes You are so gentle when you are with me You are so caring I can tell Noticing the way The way you look at me Oh brother Propose to me Oh brother in love Please propose to me I know that you love me So dearly And I love you too And I know that You wanna marry me Please speak the word my brother, been waiting for you to propose. I know what you are thinking because you've been showing the signs for so long. You've been writing all these letters, been visiting me for so very long, been sending notes forever, and I've text and words over and over and over again. Oh brother propose to me. Oh brother in love please propose to me. I know that you love me so dearly and I love you too and I know that you are my brother, please let him choose me to love me. He's the kind of brother I'd love to be with for the rest of my life, you see. Jesus, please hear my prayer, my humble prayer. Oh, Lord, please let goodness. And mercy follow me Let good things happen to me Let him say I love you I want to marry you Oh brother propose to me Oh brother in love Please propose to me I know that you love me so dearly And I love you too And I know that You want to marry me to me I know that you love me so dearly and I love you too and I know that Very hard. Lord, help me to choose the right person. Now I have made up my mind about who I'm gonna propose to. I'll see the lady tomorrow night. This is what I'm gonna say. I'll say I love you I'll marry you and I'll take you home And I will say I want you But please be very nice to me Lord, please help me do the right felt this way before, I want to have a good relationship, and I want to serve you all my life, I don't want battles in my bedroom, I don't want trouble too, Please help me do the right thing As I propose to my beloved tonight I'll say I love you I'll marry you and I'll take you home And I will say I want you But please be To me, oh Jesus, please God. I see her, I will say I love you, I'll marry you and I'll take you home, and I will say I want you, but please be very nice to me. be very nice to feel so many lessons I have learned I have learned that when you learn You must learn how to love When I broke my heart It really hurts It's the breakup of my relationship It's a broken heart once again love. And he said, I'm leaving you. You don't love me. No, 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 no. If you love me, why don't you give yourself to me? don't want to have a broken heart. If you don't want to feel the pain I felt, you must learn how to love when I'm broken.
0: One second, because I just need to do something before I talk to you. I know it sounds kind of funny because of the way we've been, but I want to pray first. Let us pray. Or, you know what? Let me pray. Oh God, oh God. Help me, please, help me. I want to serve you, I really do. I want to follow you. Please, help me. Please give me the Holy Spirit. I I know that only you can make me strong. Today I have to do what is right. Because... I don't want to fall into this mess again. The hour has come and the seed must fall into the ground and die. I know you have made me strong enough to do this. I love you, Jesus.
3: Thank you, Lord. Amen. I had to meet you here today. There's just so many things to say I really need to set things right I'm here to speak the word of God We've been living in sin so long We both know it's not right This fornication can't go on Let's just quit and say goodbye I'm glad we're meeting here today This relationship is wrong I've been pregnant three, four times Aborting babies is just too bad I feel sick because I've seen say goodbye For so long we've been together I won't be seeing you no more I may be crying now all week long It's time for me to take my cross I can't deny that I loved you, I can't deny you made me happy, you made me laugh, you made me cry. Loved it being with you And though I feel Drawn to you I'm gonna say goodbye All those places where we were But if you're looking out for me It's over James, no more James, let's quit James, no more James, bye bye bye, 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 bye. bye, bye James, bye bye James, I'll be praying for you. Born again James You won't find me no more Direction Where to go I opened up my heart To know the perfect will of God His will is what I want His perfect will As I spent so many hours In the presence of the Lord Come down and begin to hear His voice. The lovely voice of God, your perfect voice revealing the mysteries of your will. At the crossroads of my life, no other voice. The sweetest sound my heart Has ever heard The lovely voice of God The Spirit entered into me When he spake to me The words he spoke to me They were spirit, they were love Ah, the visions and the dreams Oh how they turned my life around And gave a new direction for my ministry As I rose up from my knees There was a mantle now on me I have found grace for my works and I will never, ever be the same. The lovely voice of God, your perfect voice revealing the mysteries of your will. At the crossroads of my life, no other voice compares, oh no. The sweetest sound my heart has ever heard. The lovely voice of God. The lovely voice of God. Your perfect voice revealing the mysteries of your will. At the crossroads of my life, no other voice comes. Oh no It's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard the lovely voice
1: more time. Put your hands together. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for my favorite part of the service. I believe it's your favorite part of the service as well. Today, I believe that God will meet you at the point of your need and he has blessed us with a pastor who is ready to feed us the word of God. So, I think that you should be on your feet. Make your loudest noise as we welcome Bishop Richard Aye.
4: Two 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 two. Let us pray. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for revelation. Thank you for the impartation of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for instructions of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding through your word, Lord. Let your will be done in our lives, Lord, and in this service, Lord. Let your precious, perfect will be done and be established amongst us. Thank you, Father, for this great blessing that we have to be in your holy presence. In Christ Jesus' name I have prayed with thanksgiving, and everyone shall say, Amen. God bless you. Take your
5: seats. 2-1.
4: Okay. Matthew chapter 6. We are sharing on how you can be in the perfect will of God. Are you happy to find the perfect will of God? It's a big one. So you need to pay attention and um, adopt it in your life. That you will find the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. Have you found Matthew chapter 6? From verse 6, the Bible says that, But thou... When thou prayest, hallelujah, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in heaven, sorry, thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly, the seven. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think, thank you, they think, they think, they think. They think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. A bit of value, please. Verse 8. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. Are you not happy that your father knows what you need before you ask him? How many of you are happy about that? That your father knows what you want before you ask him? So it makes your request even simpler, isn't it? Okay. Then verse 9, it says that, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Then verse 10, it says that, Thy kingdom come, and then you must pray, Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy will be done is a prayer that you have to make every day of your life. To pray for the will of God. Pray for his will. Ask for his will. Seek for his will. Desire his will. Pray for the will of God. Pray for the will of God. Pray for the will of God. Every day of your life, pray for the will of God to be done. You need to pray for it, the will of God. There is the thing called the will of God. Pray for the will of God to be done in every aspect of your life. So this is what he's teaching. Then Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. The Bible says in verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Isn't it? Verse 2 says that, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So there is a the will of God, and then there is the perfect will of God, which means that, which means that then there is an the imperfect will of God, there is some that is not exactly what God will choose for you. So it is now our quest, not our final quest, but our quest to pursue the perfect will of god for our lives and to discover it to discover it we have to find it We have to find it and uh, one of the things that we learned is that the will of god is mysterious it's mysterious so it's not it's not that it's predictable you can't guess it you can't think you can't say to yourself you can't say it doesn't follow it doesn't follow a logical sequence That if it's this, therefore this, and therefore that, and therefore it is the will of God. And mind you, you, the will of God also doesn't mean that it's going to be easy and smooth. Neither does it mean that it's going to be hard and difficult. It is just going to be the will of God. You can't throw characteristics and uh, features like if it's the will of God, it will be easy. Or if it's the will of God, it's going to be very hard to swallow. No, you can't throw these things on the will of God. The will of God is the will of God. Amen. You have to find it. You have to find it. That's why you have to pray for it. You have to pray for it. You have to pray. Because sometimes the will of God is very nice. Sometimes it's very, very nice and very, very attractive. When you want that job and it happens to be the will of God, it's very nice. It's attractive. You would like to jump into it. It's sweet. And I want—I really want that job, and then it's like it's his will, so have it. Wow. Or you really want to marry that lady, and then it happens to be his will as well. You'll be dancing for the rest of your life, isn't it? Yes. But there is a reason why the Bible says that. Pray for it. Pray. Pray for the will of God. Pray for the will of God. Now, one of the reasons, one of the reasons why I believe the Bible says in God and Jesus teaches us to pray for the will of God. And we are talking about the will of God. is because there are other forces and other powers that influence our decisions and our choices. So, do you remember, I don't know whether you ever, but you should, you must have. It it must be in uh, either year nine or somewhere around there. You did one of the topics you did in basic maths. You know, GCSE, that easy maths that you did. One One of the topics that you studied was simultaneous equations. How many of you remember simultaneous equations? Yes. How many of you remember the method of solving simultaneous equations? By elimination and then substitution. Do you remember elimination and substitution? How many of you remember it? <laughs> yeah. Who well, are the art students? The art students look lost. So. This is all about Shakespeare. This is. Or King Henry VIII. Hey, or Attila the Han. <laughs> okay, no, it's not about Attila the Han. Some of the ways to solve a problem is to eliminate some things. Sometimes even the police use it. When, uh, when there's an incident and they come to you, they tell you, it's not like you're a suspect, or whatever, but they want to eliminate you. It's like you are not. So we are talking to you because we want to be sure that it's not you. So in your pursuit for the will of God, you have to learn how to eliminate certain voices and certain powers and certain forces. You have to learn how to eliminate it. You know, and like, like, like anything in life, don't, let's, not, let's not spook ourselves. Let's not come up with some spooky theorists and feel that somebody is more spiritual than no, you, you see even being spiritual you exercise yourself in spiritual things how do I know the voice of God if God is speaking to me how do I know it's, it's God it's taking time it's taking time to know God's voice I realize I realize in recent times that I don't know I don't know the voice of a lot of people on the phone because I don't talk to people on the phone I mean, I actually, don't. I don't answer phone calls. I can answer. I can answer text, WhatsApp, whatever. But a call, I don't answer phone calls at all. It takes too much. It takes too much time. Yeah, it takes too much time. It's too because when you if you get me if I say hello, you won't you won't go off. Yes, and I have to be polite, so I have to stay on and be listening to. Yes, yeah, so I don't answer phone calls at all. So, I mean, no. So, so you don't feel bad that you try calling me, I didn't answer. No, I don't. It applies to everybody. I don't answer phone calls. I mean, there are one or two people that I answer. Yes, yeah. Yeah, there are one or two that I answer. Yeah. And I don't listen to voice notes too. Somebody sent me a voice note. It's about two years now. How many minutes was it? I think it was 13 or 14 minutes long. I looked, I looked at it I and said I, I, I said, I didn't say I wanted listen. I said to myself, when I have time, I'll listen to it. Up to today. <laughs> <laughs> Victor, take your things and come here. Come. Look. It's been two years now. I've, I've, two years. I, I, every time I remember... I remember that, sister, I feel bad. I feel sorry for her that I didn't, I didn't reply. Because I can't, I don't know what she has said. I don't know, I don't know what she has said and what she's been saying. But I, I can't, I can't, I can't uh, answer. It's long, 14 minutes. I should sit there and be listening to someone talking for 14 minutes. I mean, I mean, when, 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 when will I um, finish? So... This is, wait, wait. Get up. This is Brian's seat. Have you seen this one? It's Brian. The next to Brian is your seat every Sunday. Okay. So this is your chair. Sit on this one. Yes. Uh Always remember, you look for Yuli. When you see Yuli, on the right-hand side of Yuli is Brian. On the right-hand side of Brian is Victor. Okay, no problem. It's, it's not a problem. So, so what was I telling you? You have to eliminate some voices, and then what was I telling you about eliminating the voices? Voice note, yeah. So, so I, I was trying to make a point that you get you get used to someone's voice by talking to them. A lot of you, if you, if you call me, I'll, I'll, even though if I see you, I know your, your face, your name. If you call me today, I'll have to ask you ten times, who is that? Who is it? Because I, I, I don't know what you sound like on the phone. I don't know what you sound like because I don't talk to you on the phone. So you don't know God's voice and therefore his will because you don't talk to him often. And you haven't trained yourself to talk to yet, you. You But you're perhaps used to other voices. And other influences and other powers. And other forces. You're used to it. So you accept. You know you know it when you're hungry. How many of you know it when you're hungry? Yes. You know it when you're hungry, isn't it? When you're hungry, you know I'm hungry. When you're not feeling well. How many of you know it when you're not feeling well? You know it when you're not feeling well? Yes. How many of you know when you have, when you, when you have, when you have tummy upset? You know it. You know the early signs, isn't it? You know that look. I better not go out. Yeah. But but how, have you asked yourself how did you know these things? It's over time, over time, and believing in it, believing that this is what it is. And you know the voice of your friends, isn't it? You know the voice of your friends. You know the voice of your beloved. How I many of you know the voice of your beloved on the phone? Okay, your wife, your beloved. Also, I also know the voice of my wife on the phone. I've never asked her before, who is that? Who is that? No. Yeah. I've never asked before, who is that? Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes? No, I know her voice. I know her. <laughs> The people I don't know their voice are these PPI people who call. Yeah. Then I tried to wind one of them up. He called me, he said, you had an accident recently. I said, and I, hey, you listen. So I said, I said, yes. So then he continued, he said, uh, so do you know you qualify for this? I said, yes. He said, so... Uh, can we do this? I said, yes. <laughs> then at a point then he said, so can you confirm where was the accident? I said, ah, but you just told me I had an accident. Why are you now asking me where the accident? Why am I now asking me? <laughs> I don't know whether any of you has that job, whether that's your job, but I mean, if you call me, that's what you'll get. I'll just be saying, yes. Keep talking. Maybe you have some cheque. Who doesn't like money? You have some, I mean, maybe you've seen in the realm of the spirit that I had an accent 14 years ago, so you want to give me some cheque for it. I don't know. But you have to get used. Get used to the voice. And I'm saying one of the ways of getting used to the voice of God is how we solve simultaneous equations. That is, you eliminate some voices. You eliminate that. This one, this voice, I know it. So it's not God. This one, I know it. So it's not God. I know my mom's voice. I know my dad's voice. I know my wife's voice. But I don't know my pastor's voice. So when you eliminate mom, dad, Wife, husband, you know that the other voice left is your pastor's voice. So you you need you need to know the other voices because there are other voices. You remember first Corinthians fourteen ten? What does it say? Wow, you know the verses better than what Natalie has been teaching you. I think I have to teach you another verse one of these days. <laughs> so, today I want, I want to take you through a couple of voices. Because, you see, in, in, in your pursuit of the will of God, what you are pursuing is the voice of God. If you want to, if you want to know what somebody's want, you have, what somebody wants, you have to know what he has said or what he's saying. And then, and then, how would, how would God speak to us? How he speak to us in different ways. But one of the ways you speak to us is through the Holy Spirit. So you have to become masters of people who are led by the Spirit. People who are led by the Spirit. People who are led, and you are being led by the Spirit. You are being led by the voice of the Holy Spirit. You're being led by what? Because there are different ways. Like like the word of God. The word of God is one way that God can speak to you. And another way he will speak to you is through the Holy Spirit. Even when you're reading the Bible, it's the Holy Spirit who will be teaching you. When your quiet time gets exciting, when it gets exciting and it gets alive, it means you have engaged the Holy Spirit. You have learned how to sit with the Bible with the presence of the Holy Spirit And the Bible says he will teach you all things. He will teach you all things. He's a teacher. The Holy Spirit is a teacher. You you actually need him when you have your quiet time. Those of you who have boring quiet times and dry quiet times, and you keep asking that, is it every day, during your quiet time, is it every day that you have a revelation? My answer to that thing is yes. It's yes. There's never a down moment with the Holy Spirit. So, engage. maybe you're in a hurry, that's why it's dry. You're in a hurry. You you just, you want to rush through. You just want to do something quickly. That's why there's no, but take your time. There'll be revelation. There will be revelation. He will come and He will come and He will teach you. He will teach you. He will teach you beautiful things and nice things. He will speak to you and show you things. That's what the Bible says. He shall teach you all things. He shall teach you all things he shall teach you all things the holy spirit will teach you all things so so christians who are looking for the perfect will of god must learn to recognize the lovely voice of god the lovely voice of god that lovely voice it's a beautiful voice it's a wonderful voice has to learn you have to learn that this is god this is God speaking to me. This is the Holy Spirit. You can't deny it. You can't deny it. You will know that it is him. When you don't know it's him, I understand it will be difficult. But don't give up. Don't give up. Don't say, because of this message, it means that you don't know the voice of God at all. No, you will learn it. You learn it. You learn it. If I start talking to you over the phone, the first time, the first time I'll call you, if you don't know my number. You'll say, who is that? Who is that? Eh? What? Ah. Who? Hmm, hmm. And then when I say, "Oh, it's Bishop Richard," then you will go, "Oh, Bishop." And then when you get used to my voice on the phone, every time I call. No matter what how you are feeling, you are just and say, be Sharp. Oh, I was just, everybody says I was just thinking about you. I don't know, I don't know why they say that. I know, everybody, everybody says that to me. All the time. I mean I used to think it was a lie, but now I believe it. Wow. Yeah, I think it's nice. I mean I enjoy it. Everybody sent a message, oh Bishop, sure I just thought about you two seconds ago. I said, Oh thank you. People are thinking about me. It's nice to be thought of. Yeah, I say, oh, these people don't mind them, but oh, this is I enjoy it. They're thinking about me. Think. Is it not nice to be thought of? It's nice to be thought of. Very, very nice that someone is thinking about you. That, that you just send someone a message. They say, I just thought about you. Oh, I feel it. I I really enjoy it in my heart. This I enjoy it. So they're thinking about me. Oh, they just thought about me. But everybody says it. And I think it's true. Isn't is nice. it nice? It's nice for someone to be thinking about you. You be there. You don't have everybody thinking about you too. You. When people think about They say they think about me. I was going to say people think about me. But they, they say they think about me. It's a blessing. May people think about you too. Maybe we we'll have good thoughts and beautiful thoughts about you. Beautiful thoughts, wonderful thoughts about you. Exciting thoughts, thoughts of love and thoughts of kindness. When people we'll think about you, may they not be angry? May they smile? May they smile at the mention of your name? May they smile? Hmm. What a blessing to be thought about. It's nice. Nice. I called Bishop this afternoon on my way here. I was at the train station. I just said, Oh, call him. He answered. I said, I have no agenda. I just want to hear your voice. He said, That's a blessing. I said, Yeah, it's a blessing. It's just nice to think about somebody. Just call, just to say hello. Yeah. So we talked for a while. And he arrived at church. He said, You know, speak later. But it was nice fellowship. Nice fellowship. Thank God he answers calls.
5: <laughs> Don't
4: worry. When I get there, I'll start answering calls. No, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not there. Let me give you first a couple of reasons why you must be led by the Spirit of God. And then after that, I'll, I'll, I'll go quickly into the voices you have to eliminate. Because we have to eliminate some voices. They have to be eliminated. And we have to get used to the lovely voice of God. The lovely voice. That lovely voice. When he speaks to you, you'll be convicted. It's one of the effects that you have. If it's a voice, you are convicted. You're convicted. Like how some of you sisters are convicted that some guy likes you. No matter what we say, you he tell us that we don't understand. He likes you. It. It's a conviction. You have a conviction because of what he has said. You feel he really likes you. Even when we show you all the signs and evidence that he doesn't. He's not, he's not even, you know, but you have a conviction. So you even believe you even believe somebody he likes you more than your own parents who raise you up. Hey! hey. Shabai Bandi. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 28. I'm just giving you a couple. There are 20 reasons why you must be led. But I'm just going to give you a couple. And I'm going to take you into the voices that we need to eliminate. You need to know about them so that you'll be secure and safe. With the lovely voice of God. The lovely voice of God. The sweet voice of God. That voice that when you hear comes with a conviction. You're convicted. This is God. This is God taking over. It says, and it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken, listen, hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high, above all nations of the earth but first I want to tell you why you must be led by the spirit of God the holy spirit to hear his voice is that hearing his voice comes with your promotion Amen. it's a promotion you go higher so so you can tell from you can tell from today you can tell the decisions you've made you make a decision because you felt I have a conviction to do this Did he take you up or did he take you down? If he took you down, that means you haven't heard from God. If he brought honor to you, promotion into your life, promotion, promotion, especially promotion with regards to even your work with God or even a life in general, you see that you've gone up because of a decision you made. Then you know that you you have hearkened diligently to the voice of God. But when the conviction takes you down into insignificance, oh, no. there's, a, there's, there's a camp. There's a camp that Bishop preached called Significance. Maybe you should find it and listen to it. It was based on this verse: Significance. How hearing the voice of God leads you into significance. That is importance. That is relevance. That is recognition. That is, you have heard, when you've heard the voice, when you see someone who has heard from, heard from God, he's a significant person. He's an important person. When we mention his name, you see that you know him. That's someone who has heard from God. He said, I shall set thee, the Lord thy God will set thee on high. He won't bring you down. He takes you up. The voice of God brings promotion. The decisions and the moves and activities that has brought you down is because you didn't hear from God. Maybe you haven't heard from him at all, but you you heard something else. You heard something else. And you moved by something else. And you were led into insignificance. Or into confusion. Or into problems. Or you were alienated. That is, you were separated from your fellowship with God. Wow. You have to know how to test things. It's like, it's like, am I still serious? Do I still pray? Do I still feel like, especially fellowship. Fellowship with fellow Christians is one of the key signs. Key signs of the presence of the Holy Spirit with you. That I want, I want to be with fellow brethren. I want to be with them. I prefer, I prefer church. I prefer your company to um, um, family meetings. Do you understand family meetings? I will not even attend. I don't even attend any family meeting. Or no family issues. I, it's not. It's not even something. I don't know who is watching, but it's not even something that I would even attend or even pay attention to. My favorite place is church. That you see, that proves to me that I must have the Holy Spirit because I want church, I like church, I'm happy in church. Not because not because you give me anything. Do you give me anything? Have you given me anything? no, but because you are, you are, you are saints, so your company is nice. Your company is nice; it's nicer than the company of ice. Oh yes, Christians, blood washed, loving God. I prefer your. I prefer your company to any I.E. any day, unless they are saved and they want to join. Otherwise, I prefer you. You understand that I will lead you into a tribal um, <laughs> ceremony. Oh. It's not even attractive to me. It's not even a test. It's not, it's not even a temptation. It's not even a temptation. It's not even something I will even consider. Church. Church. And then eyes. Oh. Unless they are speaking in tongues, then it becomes attractive. The lovely voice of God. The lovely voice of God. It will set thee on high. High. It brings promotion. You go higher, higher, higher. When you hear the voice, you are going higher. Second thing why? You must be led by the Spirit. Wow. You must be led by the Spirit. So that you can avoid the futility of your mind. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. The futility of your mind. I mean, if you're getting hungry for the lovely voice of God. The lovely voice. It's a sweet voice. It's a sweet voice that you can hear all the time, not having audible hallucinations, but <laughs> Okay, are you there? This I say, therefore, N-A-S-B. So this I say, and I affirm together with the Lord, that you walk no longer, just as the Gentiles also walk, in the futility of their mind. Futility means uselessness or vain of their mind. You see, you see your, your, your mind can guide you into useless dreams and ambitions if i do this i'll get this if i do this this will happen if i get this if i get this life will be better life will be great life will be like this it's it's called the futility of the mind so as you are as you are moving on you may think that you are being led by the spirit but you are being led by your mind that is that is logic and reasoning and calculations you have calculated and worked out things. If I do this, if I make this move, I'll have this. A lot of people have, have had a dream of, of is, it a, is it a job, a job, a career. Pray for the will of God. Pray for the will of God. Don't say, never say to yourself, everybody works here. This is the place you must be. So you're also sending applications that you are going there. No, pray for the will of God. Pray for the will of God. Pray because you can get there and discover that I am in this office based on the uselessness of my imaginations. Yeah. Because you will discover the uselessness, the, the, the vanity of working in such a place where you can't even see the money, you can't even see the peace and the what whatever you imagine came for it, comes with it. And before you realize, even your faith, you've lost your faith. There's a place that I worked. It's the only place that I was sacked. I've been sacked once in England. That's the only place I was sacked. But you see, the only thing I was painful was the manner in which they sacked me and the timing. But otherwise, I was happy I've been sacked. I, so, I was so happy I've been sacked.
5: Because
4: on Around 11th of December, they sent a form around the office. I was new there. I was new. They sent a form around the office. The form had to do with Christmas break, Christmas holidays, where we are spending Christmas holidays. So I saw a beautiful venue, a beautiful place that they were going to, to um, spend Christmas but the form says that, indicate your name if you are coming. And then the next column was, are you coming with your spouse or not? So I remember I was, the form was on my desk for a while. And I was wondering, are you asking me that Christmas, I should spend it away from my wife? This must be in nineteen ninety four. I got married in nineteen ninety three. Even if it's today, twenty four years after, I was wondering. So, remember, next to me was this guy called Dave. Dave. Well, you know some Daves. Okay, so I asked. I asked Dave. He had been. He had been in that. Um, company for a while, so I asked Dave, "What is this about? Are you serious about this column? Am I coming?" I said, Are you, "Am I being asked that I should go away Christmas time and leave my wife?" Then he said to me, Richard I'll tell you something, David. Dave." David. <laughs> David. <laughs> Dave said, are you, are you ready to hear what Dave said to me? Dave said to me, Dave said to me, in this place, you see, there are different sections. He said, in this base that we are, and that place, they are all paired up. Then he said, tomorrow, I'll bring you some pictures of, of last year when we went away. Dave (laughs) then Dave said Dave said do you remember last week they did some interviews for receptionists I said I said yes then he said there's this lady who gave an interview she's got the job I saw her today when I was coming in he said maybe You can have it. (laughs) Then he said, then he said something else. That one I can't tell you. But not knowing not knowing this is the atmosphere I've entered. The following day he brought me he brought me pictures. Dave was a bad boy. He, was, he, was, he was an orangu. When he brought the pictures, we had to go to the side, because he doesn't want them to see that I've seen. I had to go to the side. He said, Come, he said look, what I saw. What I saw. I mean, people who are very professional together, as we are, I mean it's like serious workers Drivers and movers Not car drivers But people who can, are, are driven Driven. They work I mean if you see them coming in In their pinstripe suits uh-huh. there. There. One lady she was called Her name starts with an A I don't know. She could, be, she could be watching me live now. I can't. <laughs> the name starts with an A. She was the most serious of the lot in the office. There she was. I couldn't believe it. So I remember asking all the people. I, I held on to that one and I kept asking him, is this... A, 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 he said, yes, it is, it is, it is. So, I said, no, I can't go with you. I didn't know what he went to tell them. But I was branded as someone who is not a team player. Yeah. So, they took me out. I arrived at work one Wednesday morning. I was pulled to the side. I remember, I always remember asking, so, with effect from when? And they were bold. They said, from 5 p.m. today. Yes. They said, if you like, you can work till 5 p.m. I, said, I asked them, you mean you fired me and I should stay on and work from now to 5 p.m.? I must be mad. I must be mad. Let's be serious. They fired me on the spot, on the spot. For no reason. On the spot. But I wouldn't have survived in that atmosphere. I mean, it's not, it wouldn't wouldn't work. So I'm saying to you, but it was a nice job. Nice job, nice money. I'm not sure about nice people, but nice job but it's like it's like the pressure you see and, and some and some of you, you see you're, you're not that strong to throw yourself into certain environments so you shouldn't that's why you have to pray for the will to be done you have to pray for his will you have to pray otherwise you follow your mind your mind your mind tells you this amount of money, this amount of this, this amount of this. that's your that's your mind, but what about God? What does God want for you? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you like God? Do you like the will of God? Yeah. So the futility of your mind, your mind now, you are being guided by your mind and not by the Spirit of God. So you need to be led by the Holy Spirit so that you can avoid the futility of your mind what you imagine what your mind will choose for you I mean perhaps one of the one of the relevant things for you people at your age is choosing someone to marry it's even more practical because the things you hold on to are as useless as those things
5: it's useless Curly hair.
4: Like someone said curly hair once. If I what place I remember someone said dimples. He wanted dimples. Do you know dimples? The holes in the cheeks. So as I was sitting there, listening to it, I said, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's nice. You like dimples. But when the marriage match begins, do you know marriage begins? It begins after, uh, it begins from the wedding night. It's like a whistle is blown. <whistles> Play. I said, I said to him, within, within 24 hours, you'll forget about holes in cheeks. It <laughs> will not give you a care to you. Because it has no, are you listening to me? It has no contribution to happiness at home. Then you will discover the things that matter, and I'm now staring at you. It's like, will you choose me? You didn't choose me. You chose dimples. Yeah, you have dimples. <laughs> you chose dimples. <laughs> yeah. Look, the, the, scripture, the scripture says that beauty is vain. Maybe you haven't believed it. Is that beauty is vain? Do you understand vain? Is a vain sounds spiritual. When you say vain, it sounds shaita ita ita syta, shaita. Is like God is speaking? Beauty is vain. Shaita vain means useless. Vain it means useless. It's useless. Beauty, you don't eat it. You'll be hungry in the house with a pretty girl who can't cook. Beautiful girl, she can't cook. And she can't organize food. Beautiful, beautiful girl. Beautiful, beautiful. of your mind. But it's your mind that will make you choose a beautiful thing instead of praying the will of God. What does God want for me? What will make me a better person? How can this person improve on my spirituality, my walk with God, my life, my future? How would he help me? But the mind, the mind without God Without the the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, we'll make a choice. This is nice. This is dimples. This is round. When it's moving, it vibrates, it resonates. A group of boys in a certain school, they had a song for it. When a young lady is passing by, they'll start singing. To whom to? To whom for? To whom does it belong to? To whom to? To whom for? To whom does it belong to? To whom to? And then she also be vibrating.
5: To, whom to, to, whom for, to whom for.
4: When They say to, to whom does it belong to? They are not thinking about anything, how to live with what's a person like, what's her personality, what's her temperament, how intelligent she is. No, they've just seen external features. So they start singing about the features, and then as shallow as the girls are, they also think that they, I'm really liked. So even the way they walk changes. Tum, 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 to whom does it belong? Listen to, to whom does it belong to? That's it. What is the thing that, who, who does it? Be? Is that Who is the owner? Hey. Futility of the mind. Being led by the spirit will save you from the uselessness Amen. of the mind. Uselessness. Uselessness. I oh, say beautiful girl. Have, you, have you not seen these Hollywood people? Are they, not, are they not beautiful women? Beautiful, beautiful, but they marry like seven times. We can't count their relationships. We count their marriages. Beautiful girl, but you can't live with her. Next time you see somebody married to a beautiful person, ask the person how is it. As we say, how. Ask. Ask the person how, how is it? those who have this kind of doll-like looking do you know a doll Barbie Barbie doll-like ask them ask them what they eat at home ask listen ask them how how nice whether the house is tidy When you, see, when you see them in public You say the guy has got this guy He won the lottery He won the lottery three times over hey! No just ask him Just ask him He will tell you that you know what No He will ask you do you want I can give it to you <laughs> Say, I'll even pay you to take because of, no. And what the person is actually saying it's not that like there's a problem with the lady, it's that when he was making his choice, he had vain imaginations of things that I'll get, things that will be like, but when you enter, you say, No, it's not like that, it's not like that. It's like you're in a church, do you feel somewhere else is better? You don't understand that? You understand that when you have something, you don't even know what you have. When you step out there, you discover that, wow, 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 this service was longer, but I learned, I, learned I learned verses. I learned verses. I learned the word. Yes. I learned the word. The, the examples were down to earth and practical. The examples were not we're not giraffe. Do you know giraffe? Yeah. High in the sky. It's like, it doesn't apply to anybody. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You can hear, you can relate with it and understand it. Not acting and pretending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we don't do certain things whilst we do it. Yeah. You're masters at it. When it comes to this message, it's like, oh, what's this thing? Oh, what am I saying? I'm saying what you're hearing. Yeah. One more thing. Are you understand the futility of your mind? Yes. Yeah. So if you're not led by the spirit, your mind will start guiding you. Your untrained mind. The mind that has not lined up with the word of God. Wow. I'm just trying to choose one for you. Do you like the one I'll choose? I can see two that I like. But I'll give you one of them. You must be led by the spirit of God to avoid being replaced. If you don't do what God wants, you'll be replaced. It's very easy for God to replace you. Very, very easy. In anything at all. You can be replaced in marriage. You can... Yeah, no, no, not just, uh, let's say you sing and you don't want to sing again, you'll be replaced. That's even obvious. But yeah. yeah. (laughs) In many other things, is it because usually, usually being let out or checking out of your office or the place that God has placed you in is usually caused by offense, anger. Though many people don't say it. Thinking that when I go, you will see. No. No. Be eager to be led by the Spirit. You will discover. You will discover Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 4. This is a, this is a voice of the Bible. When you are led by the Spirit, you have the voice of the Bible. 10-4. If the ruler's temper rises against you, do not abandon your position. Do not. Do not. Do not. Do not. Do not. Never walk out of that marriage. Don't just get angry and walk out of this. I don't want. No, if the ruler, that's the person in charge, or like even in church, your elder, your whatever, you have shepherd, his temper, he gets angry with you. Don't abandon your position. Because composure allays great offenses. Composure. You need composure. I'm sure, I'm sure it's a, it must have a similar meaning to the word temperance, which is a fruit of the spirit. Temperance allays. That is, it puts to rest and sleep offenses and irritations and anger. It puts it to bed. It tells you relax, composure. Otherwise, you'll be led by great offenses and anger. You are led by anger. And you are leaving your position. You'll be replaced. You'll be, surprised. you'll be surprised that your departure has little effect on that person or on that system. Next, you see people who are eager. People who are eager. And especially ladies, even if you tell her, even if you tell her he's a murderer, she will say, "No, he won't kill me. He said he likes me." (laughs) They are the ones that are quick to replace each other. If you you explain to her, look, this guy is a he kills. He killed. She will will explain to you. She will tell her, you you know what? He's told me everything already. (laughs) He's told me all the people he's killed. He's told me all. Which is one of the tricks of the bodies. They say everything so that you will feel secure. Instead of thinking that it's about to happen to you, you rather feel, Oh, he's told me everything. He's told me everything, he told me everything. So when you come and say that, do you know that? Oh, yes, he's told me everything. Then the wind is taken out of the sail. Is that like, where do we go from here? He said everything already, he said everything. Saying everything is not the same as repentance. Yes, he said everything to me. So he's really confided in me. He's really confided in me. He's told me. He's told me, oh, Bishop, He's told me everything. Even you, I don't think you know everything. He's told me some things that you don't know.
5: That's
4: I mean, I've been, I've been pastoring for a while. I've been for. I've been here. I've been in this job for a while. He's told me everything. Guys, don't you tell them everything?
5: Tell <laughs> everything
4: to allay your uneasiness. It
5: tells you everything.
4: Then you become calm. Anybody who is saying that if you see the person as an enemy, say the person doesn't like you to have nice things. So you don't you don't mean to have nice things. Don't know. Oh James, he's told me everything already. James. Forgive me if you are called James. I mean they are nice James here, but but I mean the song James. Yeah. James, James has told me everything. Bishop he told me everything. Right from the first day we met, James told me everything. James. Oh James. So then, you have three of that. So, the next voice, the next thing. I told you I'm going to mention some things to you. So you can try and eliminate them. Wow. The next one. The the first thing I need you to get used to or to learn how to eliminate is the voice of the mind. Four things you should know about the voice of the mind. Number one, the mind is a great asset for every Christian. Because it's the mind that makes the difference between men and animals. So it's not, I'm not teaching you to become thoughtless and mindless and stop thinking. It's a great asset. But that great asset has to be tuned according to to Romans 12 and verse 2. By the renewing of the mind. So you see, the old mind that you had before you came to church, you have to throw it away because it has expired. And take on the new mind of Christian ways and biblical ways. You now have to learn scripture. What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say say, do? What does the Bible say don't do? What does the Bible say go? What does the Bible say don't go? What does the Bible say? Say. What does the Bible say? Don't say. By the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing. The mind is a great asset. It's a great blessing. In offices, in offices, the differences in offices, or maybe, let me say, pay levels, salary levels, is the mind. Whose mind is trained and whose mind is not trained? It's not in color. It's not in color, it's not in accent. Some people thought it was accent. So they call some people fresh. When they grew up and they discovered the people they are calling fresh are poorer than them. Because their parents have sent them from a foreign country, pay for their flight, pay for their fees to come with their fresh tank. as you are walking, uh, eating mollies with your accent. Oh. Yes. It's not like that we don't analyze things, but if you analyze yourself, the person you're calling fresh comes from a... You can't even imagine. If you are not careful, if you, not careful, if you go to a home, you'll be the half person's house boy or house girl. <laughs> but anyway, that's not our topic. And I'm only saying it to help some people that I've met who thought riches is from accent and blessings are from accent and prosper and advancing in life is from the way you sound. Yeah. Because when I interacted with them, I realized that their IQ is very low. And the main thing they had is that they have a British accent. Even now, now, they are supposed to get jobs. They, they, they are not getting jobs. I expect them to be working in places, but they are not getting there. Because what would take them there, they despised it. And held on to, you know what I mean, mate? Yes. But this, nothing. This this sound, doesn't get you a job. Doesn't get you qualifications. Intelligence, passing exams. Mind the mind in the mind that's the separation. That's the separation. If you are not careful, the freshman will employ you. I even mean, saw one of them recently uh, um, begging a freshman for money. I mean, when you hear the person talk, the person is begging for money. If you hear how he talks, and so you see, the Bible said, uh, Ephesians chapter 21. The the British accent boy is asking for twenty pounds. That alone should tell you. So I'm throwing you so that, so that in case you are new and you still have that mind of fresh things, it's okay to tease. You know, I mean playground teasing and happiness. I mean, I think that's allowed. Is allowed. It's allowed. Be, yeah. But don't become obsessed with it. That because of this, I am. It's not what divides people. What divides? What divides a man from an ape? It's not physical brute strength. It's intelligence. That's why man has apes in cages and zoos, and we pay to go and watch. But the ape is stronger. But the brain, the brain, the mind, the mind is working. Someone's mind is working. The mind is kicking. The mind is kicking and ticking. Somebody is using how you sound when you speak. How many countries speak in English in the whole of Europe? Can you count and tell me if you know? doesn't go anywhere apart from the island you're living on anyway i need to go on because the mind the mind is an asset i need to say the mind is an asset don't throw it away the mind you have to you need to use the mind two do not send your mind on vacation because you have become spiritual. Don't send your mind on vacation. Because now you speak in tongues. Because the Bible say, he that speaketh in unknown tongue, the mind is unfruitful. So it's like I'm I'm desperate. When you're crossing the road, don't you use your mind. Yes. Don't send your mind on vacation. That's what a lot of people do when they get, when we get into church. It's like, it's like we don't think anymore. Yeah. And then the last thing we want is for the pastor to reason with you. Yeah. And to explain things. It's, like, it's almost as though the pastor hasn't got faith. It's, the mind is on vacation. <laughs> Number three. A combination of the voice of the spirit and the voice of the mind. Would lead to your promotion in life. A combination. You need a combo. Voice of the spirit and voice of the mind. Where do I get that from? I get it from 1 Corinthians one twenty four. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and Christ, the wisdom of God. Wisdom is a way of thinking. A way of taking decisions and a way of judging. So wisdom means that you are thinking. and a Christ is both power and wisdom. Christ is both power and wisdom. Christ, when you are in the faith, when you're spiritual, it's both the power of God and the wisdom. You combine the both. You combine the two. It's both power. It's power. 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 Supernatural power, supernatural wonderful divine interventions and testimonies. But it's also wisdom. It's also wisdom. Wisdom to know what is, what is right, what is good. Wisdom to know what to do. You need wisdom. You don't, you don't send the mind on vacation and then start just shouting in tongues all over. That's how you go to a place and say... Uh, uh, don't shout after 10 o'clock or don't walk in. They say, Oh, don't mind this but They're all demons. No, you'll be sacked. You see, at that point, you are spiritual, but you're not wise. You're not, you not using wisdom. You see, when you, are, you come, use this door, use this door and these stairs and go up. Don't come through this place. Oh, don't mind them, see the power of God. You see, the power of God will permit you to walk through, not touch, but you'll be at home you get an email that don't come again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so combine the two, combine the two power and wisdom. You're going to write an exam, pray. I'll tell you something. Pray as though you've not studied anything, and then study as though you've not prayed. Yes, yes. Study as though you have no God. That's how you should. That's how you should prepare for. Study as though you have no God, and then pray as though you've not studied. And go and sit there. You will see God you will see God. You will see God at work. He will remind you. He will guide. Even what you will study, he will guide you to what to study. You will see his power. But not, I have prayed, you know. I have prayed. You haven't studied, but I'm I'm going. I'm going for, I'm going for (laughs) rehearsal. I'm going. After I finish, after I finish rehearsal, I know the power of God will move. God God knows my heart. He knows where I was. (laughs) You know where I was. God knows where I was. I take communion every day. He knows where I was. He knows where you were. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Tell you something. I need you to be quiet so I can tell you something. Let me tell you something. Your success or your failure doesn't define God. It has, it, has, it has no effect on God. He is God. There's so much there to prove that he is God. You're backsliding, or you're, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't affect God. It doesn't change who God is and what he is. It is your duty. It is your duty to serve him and to find him and to follow him and to testify that he has helped you, that you've got part of his help, but not that, not that in, your, in your low state there is no God. There is God. There is God, Papa. There is God. You are my say, there is no God. I trusted God, Follow God. There's, no, there is God. 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 I, always, I used to think, I used to think that, you, know, you see someone's house, somebody's crying. They've lost a dear person. And then somebody's house, they've, someone has given birth and they're happy. And I was wondering, so where God, where are you? Because these people will be thinking that God has forsaken them. These people will say, hey, God, God, you are so good. Till so one day it happened practically for me. I was with someone who was giving birth. So happy, thanking God. When I stepped out, somebody had died. And I said, uh huh, uh huh. God is not on these two trees, He is God. He's God. He is God. Doesn't you don't you don't use circumstances to define God or to follow God or to serve Him. No matter no matter what no matter what you serve God. No matter what you are going through in this life, serve God, follow God. Amen. Don't define don't define God by exams results. When were you born? You are born. You just came twenty seventeen exams results. You are using it to determine whether there's a God in twenty seventeen. Tell yourself that you shall study better, or or there must be a plan, or something is going to work out for me. God has something for me. do not say that there's no God. God has disappointed. God has failed you. He was here before you came. You have come to enjoy his earth. He has failed you. He has not failed you. you. Your hair on your head. He gave it to you. Even though you don't like it, you're going to borrow some to add to it. Anyway. And then, number four. Are you understanding the voice of the mind? Number four. Too much reasoning can turn you into a fool. First Corinthians one twenty. One twenty says that Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? You watch the world, you are the world that has seen wealth. Yesterday I was watching something about the fifteen wealthiest countries in the world. They're explaining different each country the different reasons why they are wealthy. But you see that the people who have prospered seem wealthy have kind have sort of deviated from God. It's as though there's no God. And they live by reasoning. They live by words like economy. <laughs> GDP. These are the terminologies so it's like this has to be working education, health transport This it's like these systems must be working once it's working it's like you are okay you are okay, everything is okay and yet when you look at that life, when you look in that world highest number of suicides highest number of depression highest number of this you see and then, and then you see the, the division it's like, it's like there's even the creation of God What God has created Now it's like what he has created God made a mistake Let's recreate it That now reveals to you Foolishness Because now the mind The mind has come to the extreme When I say extreme I mean far. Far from God, far from God, far from the existence of God and the beauty of God and the beauty of His creation. Because now we we think that what our minds can help us achieve. Because your mind can help you do things. Your mind can help. Your mind can help you look beautiful. So far, say, way we look now, if we see you at six p.m., you look a little different or eight p.m. because of the artwork. But it doesn't replace God. Rather, rather, the, I mean, can you, imagine, can you imagine someone coming to you? How many of you will believe if someone comes to you and, and tells you that there was a big bang and then iPhone came out? And then there was another bang and then iOS 11.3. look at it, you look at it and say, oh no, somebody is working somewhere, someone is creating I mean this, iPhone, iPad somebody is creating, and then you look at the world in which the creation of an iPhone is a small subset, then you say that one came as a result of a bang okay my question is, no problem no problem, it came out of a bang, something exploded, isn't it? Something exploded I have a simple question. I have a simple question. I'm that simple-minded. I have a simple question. That thing that exploded, who made it? Who made it? No problem. I accept all your theories. Explosion, this, bang, this. I accept all. I just have a simple question. Who made the thing that exploded? Where did it come from? Do you have an answer? If you don't, I have an answer. The Bible tells me in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, it says in the beginning, in the beginning, in the beginning, God, in the beginning, God, there was a G-O-D in the beginning. There was a G-O-D. When you finish it, then it exploded. No problem. No problem. It exploded. But he was there. So I'm not going with the explosion. I'm going with the one who made the thing that exploded. Yes. I'm with him. I'm with the one who made the thing that exploded. You are with the explosion. I'm with the one that made the thing that exploded. Who made all the gases and the whatever that exploded. I'm with him. In the beginning. God. 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 The future of the mind. So see, now your mind has to be renewed to follow the Holy Spirit. To follow the word of God. Then there's a voice of the flesh that you have to eliminate. Do you have two minutes? I'll show you the voice of the flesh. Next week, next week I'll I'll share something with you. More about knowing the voice of the Holy Spirit. Next week, if the rapture tarries. (laughs) The next voice you should eliminate is the voice of the flesh. Number one, the voice of the flesh is your human desire. Number two, the voice of your flesh is your physical feelings. The ooh, the ooh, I want it, I like it. Stop it, I like it.
5: <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh.
4: The, the, I've got a, I've got a beloved and I know you are thinking ooh <laughs> the, ooh, yeah. ooh. there's a the voice of the flesh it's not the holy spirit the holy spirit hasn't come in at all that's your feeling ooh. Ooh. The shivers. The shivers down your spine. When you see him walk into church, the confusion you get for a moment. You can even smell his perfume from a distance. You know he's come. He's here it's around <laughs> number three the voice of the flesh says to you do what feels nice and easy oh. do what feels nice and easy it's the flesh that tells us don't, don't evangelize The flesh that will be telling you that, no, don't work for God. Don't serve God. It's too hard. Don't do this. It's the, is the, is the flesh that tells you that don't pray. Don't wake up and pray. Sleep. Are you, not aware, are you not aware that you are tired? Are you not aware that you are tired? It's the flesh. The flesh time you, try to wake up and pray. It tells you, ah, are you not aware that you are tired? They try to tell you, do you remember yesterday? You were here, 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 here. The time you slept, you, slept, you slept. You've only slept for two hours. Sleep some more. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. They say, don't worry, you'll pray later in the day. <laughs> and there's no time to pray. So from today, you know. You know, you know it's a voice of the flesh. It's the voice of the flesh that tells us that, turn that, I don't know where you watch it, whether your phone or wherever. Turn that thing on and watch some, watch some. What's something that will assist you to do something. It's a voice of the flesh. What's the voice of the flesh speaking to you. Nice and easy, nice and easy things. Nice and easy things. Because you feel, it, isn't it? You feel it, and the feeling is strong. Yeah. It is the flesh. Flesh does do it. It's not a problem. Just do it. Hmm. Number four do not obey the voice of the flesh if you want to be blessed yes don't obey it do it, say I will not do it say I won't I won't obey you I am not going to obey you I am not going to do it I shan't and I won't you have to learn how to keep the flesh under because he has demands he has requests he keeps asking. How many of you have heard the flesh asking you for things? Do this. Do that. Just this once. This will be the last one. It's like after today, I won't let you do it again. How can you cut a deal with Satan? That this is the last one. Number five, you can silence the voice of the flesh by doing what is hard and difficult. Romans chapter 18, verse six. Sometimes you see a brother, he says he's called seriously the ministry. You're the only people that he talks to and follows up are ladies. He's never attended to a brother before. He said his ministry is to sisters. So like Sisters have more needs. All the burdens you've ever had is to attend to a sister. What about the brothers? We're also there. We need to be attended to. We are here. Come and help us. Come and pray for us. Come and visit us. I know you're thinking.
5: <laughs> yeah.
4: control the voice of the mind the voice of the mind you need to renew it you don't need to eliminate it you have to be renewed yeah. and controlled that no I'm thinking on this I'm setting my mind on this on the word of God and what the Bible says don't abandon your mind if I don't abandon your mind that's when you start thinking that An accent means success in life. You see, that's a mind on break. And you should thank God that you've met me, that I'm pointing out to you. Because May may I still respect you? I have a lot of respect for you. I, I mean, a lot. A lot of respect for you. But I don't want you to think in a certain way. That certain things mean what they don't mean. If it was, you didn't be asking a freshman for 20 pounds. You will be giving him 200 pounds. Yes. Since you talk. <laughs> you, you'll be doing it. But it's very clear. that It's not the sound of your voice. It's what's in your head. How you've used what is in your head. That's, making a, that's what is making a difference in the world. That's what is making a difference, how you've used the brains inside your head. Yeah. That's what is making the difference. So rather switch to that, switch to start, use, start exercising your brains. You should be seeing more in the library than in Tesco Express. Everyday buying sausages. It like somebody said, when you start using your brain, do you know one of the leading signs that you started using your brain? Do you know? Should I tell you you start asking questions. You start asking yourself questions. You ask yourself, "What am I doing? What am I doing here? What am I doing in this state? Ah, can I not do this? Can I, I make said, Can I not? Can I not do this? Can I not move on? Are you not a super qualified nurse now? When I met you were, you, were you a nurse? You were not. But we are here. We are here. Finish everything. Fully employed. Her bank account is getting fatter and fatter. But you, see, you have to ask yourself a question at a certain point. That now, what am I doing? I've got to do this. I've got to do. I've got to do this. I have to do something. It's very easy to turn 40. Do you know that? It's very easy. Before we are, like, you've turned 40. Look, I don't know that I've told you before. Did I tell you? I think I didn't tell you. Up till today, my greatest surprise in my life was the day I turned 50. Up till today, I've not recovered. Because I remember when my father was 50, my mother, I mean, they are the 50-year-olds. Up to today, that in I the surprise that in my lifetime I have turned 50. As though I have to die before I ten fifty. 50. But it's like I I can't I can't get over it. Wow. I mean, 50 is a lot of, One, two, three, four, five. All the way. Fi- I mean, even the way it sounds 50, it's a mouthful. 50. How old are you? I am 50. <laughs> I remember like yesterday, the day I went to year seven. I remember it. Oh, yes. You can feel my feeling, is Yes. I remember when I went to year seven. My first day in year seven, I remember. I remember that I've come. I'm here. I even remember my nursery days. I remember my friends in nursery. I remember their, I remember their names. My best friend was called George. We used to tease him on the playground. Georgie Porgie put in a pie, kiss the girls and make them cry. When the boys came out to play, Georgie Porgie ran away. This nursery. Georgie Porgie put in a pie. Georgie Porgie. What did he do? He kissed the girls and made them cry. When the boys came out to play, Georgie Porgie ran away. There he'd be crying. I'm crying, yeah, then he's going to tell his mom that we say he kissed the girls. He hasn't kissed the
5: girls. <laughs>
4: I remember it, but here I am. Here I am. I don't want to tell you how old I am. It's a shock. So whatever you have to do, use your brains and do it now. Do it now. How you turn into an evangelist? You start telling the younger ones 20 years from now, look, you people, you have to do this, you have to be like, you have to study. You see yourself shouting at your child because now you want to live through your child. Yes. That's why you see, you see some parents, you see one child, one child, five years old, the child is doing ballet, the child is doing swimming, the child is doing taekwondo, the child is doing piano lessons, guitar lessons, violin, horse riding, anything, basketball, anything you can imagine that he should have done. It's like the child should do it. <laughs> He's living his dream, the child. You think I've said, are you... Your piano all serious, though. Your piano. <laughs> look, stand up and let's go home. Okay, stand up.
5: <laughs> wow.
4: Eliminate the voice of the flesh in your life. Eliminate it. Eliminate it. It's actually dangerous. The things that look nice to you are dangerous. to you. The things that look nice to you. Senseless, senseless admiration. Senseless admiration. It could be dangerous for you. You remember Lot? You remember Lot? Was it Lot who chose the nice place? Yes. Yes. He and who was choosing? Abraham. Abraham, yes. And then he said, I'd like the nice ones. Senseless, senseless choice. When Abraham was looking for God, which one would God give to him? Where would God like him to choose? Lord Jessica said, this one is green. Green. That was Sodom and Gomorrah. The, those were the homosexuals. Yeah. And then his wife turned into a pillar of salt. She, she loved the homosexuality and the lifestyle there. So as she was going, she was looking back. It's like, wow, this, I'm going to miss it. Hmm. Uh, There's a verse says, Remember Lot's wife. There's a verse in the Bible, Remember Lot's wife, because she's once they were leaving leaving the city that God has rejected, and they have rejected God. She turned, she looked back, and she turned into a pillar of salt. So the Bible says, Not this one, the Bible says, Remember Lot's wife 1732. Remember lots of, Oh, remember lots Any Anytime you look back, you, you remember your past and you feel it was a nice life. Amen. Than the pure life you're having. Remember. Remember 1732. 1732. Remember it. Remember I shouted 1732. 1732. I made my fresh accent. 1732. Remember it. Seventeen, thirty-two, thirty-two. 32 32 yes you're right don't you feel like you know, church is not for you it is for you it is yours it's actually yours don't follow the voice of the flesh it is yours church is yours it's for you first laugh is for it's designed for you Hey, it's designed for you made for you Custom made just for you, God thought about you, and He made first love yeah, it 's your home. you'll be chiselled here, trained here. things will be peeled, peeled off you, you be pe- peeling will cause people has to be peeled
5: yeah.
4: say you like sex, you will stop sex here, you will stop it. God will help you to stop it. God will help you. To help you, he's helping you already. Is he not helping you already? He's helping you already. He's helping you, he's helping both sisters and brothers. He's helping all of them. We used to think it's just the brothers, but this is we found to our amazement. Found champion girls.
5: Hey.
4: What do you want? To, usually, what do you do when you stand up at the end of a service? you pray okay so you pray today that you hear more of the voice of the spirit the lovely voice of God you have one minute to start praying pray now that you will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit to guide you to lead you that you'll be led by the spirit you'll be led by the spirit you'll be led by the precious Holy Spirit precious precious spirit of God precious everybody praying. everybody pray Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. From the back to the front. Ask God. I need the Holy Spirit. Need the Holy Spirit to help me. To help me. Overcome the voice of the flesh. And the voice of my mind. The futility of the mind. The uselessness of the mind. The vain imaginations. Vain cravings. Vain desires. Fain standards, useless standards. God, save us, save us, save us, save us to make right choices, to make good choices, to choose real things, real things, real things that will give us a hope and a future. That will give us a blessed future and a blessed life. Ah, may your life be blessed your life is turning around this afternoon into a blessing. It's turning into a blessing. It's turning into a blessing. It's turning into a blessing. blessing is turning into a blessing by the power of god by the power of god by the power of god the direction of your life is being turned into the right direction for favor for blessing for favor for blessing for god's goodness for god's mercies you shall drive into the mercies of god you shall lead yourself into the grace of god and the provisions of god and the help of god hey thank you jesus The power of God. The power of God. The power of God comes to your assistance. It 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 comes to your aid and to your help. The power of God. The power of God. The power of God. Father, I pray for your people. I pray for them. Lift up your two hands. I pray for them. Help them. I pray for help. Help by the Holy Spirit. Let them have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Let this week be an experience, Lord, with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Those that are turned in the wrong direction, turn them around, oh God. Turn them around, oh God. Cause there to be a U-turn, Lord, that they shall face the direction of your mercies, the direction of your help, the direction of your provisions, the direction of your blessings. Turn, oh God. Turn their hearts, Lord. Turn their minds, Lord. Turn their will, O oh God. That they shall line up with your perfect will, O oh God. May they walk into good places. May they walk into green pastures. May they walk into still waters. May they walk into blessed places, Lord. Blessed places of oh God. Blessed experiences of oh God. Blessed experiences of oh God. Let that be their portion, oh God. Save them, O oh God. Save us, O oh God. Save us from the destroyer. Save us from the devourer save us from that wicked spirit save us from the spirit of the fool the spirit of the ignorant the spirit of the simple minded the spirits of demons and devils Lord save us from those devils oh God and may we be filled once again with your precious Holy Spirit Lord fill us with your spirit Lord Fill us with your precious spirit, oh God. Fill us once again with your precious spirit, oh God. Let wisdom be our mark, oh God. Let wisdom be our name, oh God. Let wisdom be the fruits that we shall bear, oh God. Cause us to be wise, Lord. Cause us to be wise, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. As your hands are lifted up, God is blessing you. God is touching you. God is affecting you. God is affecting you. God is affecting you. God is taking you higher. God is lifting you up. He's lifting you up. Receive a lifting. Receive a lifting. Receive a lifting. Receive a lifting lifting by the Lord. May He lift you up and may He bless your life. May God do you good. May God do you good. May you return with a testimony. That my Lord is good. And he has done me good. May God do you good. In Jesus name we have prayed. With thanksgiving. Thank you Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your change oh God. Now while every eye is closed and every head is bowed. You can put your hands down. I want to pray specially for you. You are here, maybe someone invited you to church. You've been going to church, but deep in your heart, you feel far from God. You want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I will need a relationship with God. I need Jesus to be the center of my life. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I want to invite Jesus into my life today. I want all my sins to be forgiven and to be washed away. If you are here like that. While every eye is closed, every single eye closed, every head bowed. Thinking about yourself and your relationship with God. You will say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus in my life. If you are here like that, say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I want you to just lift up your right hand very quickly and I'll pray with you. Wherever you are, just your right hand. Lift up high so I can see you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Your right hand, God bless you. I can see. You want Jesus. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I want to serve God. I want to obey God. I want to obey God. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to live a right life, a good life. I want to be saved. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. I can see all those hands. I I feel there are a few more. Just your right hand. I'll pray with you wherever you are. And I'll pray with you there. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. To say yes to the Lord. Yes, Pastor pray with me. I need God in my life. Yes, I do. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. Look at my hand here. I want you to come right out of your seat to me. Come, from wherever you are. My hand are lifted up. Come, all the way to the front. Come to me. Come. Come out of your seat. You lifted up your hand. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus today. Today, you feel it's the day. This is your day. This is your day. Come.
3: Come from wherever you are. Even if you didn't
4: lift up your hand, to come to Jesus
3: away. you know if
4: you are to die today Although you go to hell you are not I sure what will happen to you come, come run right now to the front come and give your life to Jesus you are not sure of your salvation come I'm waiting for you as we sing
3: come to Jesus yes was me yes Lord
4: God, I come. Thank you. Close your eyes with me. Let's say this prayer together. Church, help us as we say this prayer. Everybody here, close your eyes. Congregation, close your eyes, bow your heads. It's a very important time. No movement, no movement, no chatting, no joking, no fooling. It's a very, very important time as lives, souls are being saved, souls are being effect affected. Please say with me so that those of you in front say they say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross and rose up on the third day. Who shed his blood? Say, say who shed his blood for my sins, say, Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Please be the Lord of my life. From today, I give myself to you. I surrender my life to you. I shall live for you. I shall serve you. I shall obey you. I shall be a true Christian. Say thank you, Father for accepting me and making me a child of yours say please write my name say say please write my name in the book of life now say Satan I belong to Jesus I am born again I am bought with the blood of Jesus I will no longer serve you. I no longer belong to you. Shout it out. I belong to Jesus. Say it. I belong to Jesus. I am a child of God. In Jesus name. Amen. Say your loudest amen in your lifetime. God bless you. Congratulations. We have some gifts for you. I want to receive this gift. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And keep coming to church. This is your church. You need to continue hearing this series of the perfect will of God and the Holy Spirit. So keep coming. Next week, we are not here. I think the address will come up. Then Find it. Come and be there. And be blessed. And grow in the Lord. This book says how to become a strong Christian. You, shall, you are going to become strong Christians. Strong Christians. Nothing shall move you. Nothing shall shake you. So read it. Don't put it under your pillow and expect osmotic pressure to transfer it into you. No. You have to read it. Read it. Read it. gradually. And don't be a fast reader. I stopped being a fast reader from year six. Because it's for primary school people who read fast. As you grow up, you read to absorb and to understand. And it takes time to absorb and to understand something. So read gently, carefully, and taking everything that is there. With the Bible, Open when you see a verse in the book, open the Bible and read it from the Bible. And learn how to read the Bible. And you'll be a strong Christian. God bless you and welcome to Christ and to Jesus. God bless you. Go back to your seat. Clap for them. Oh, a mighty hand clap. Your clap is feeble I don't understand Where are your hands? I don't understand I'm still not understanding Clapping, clap No, you are shouting, you are not clapping Clap I still can't hear the clap It should be louder than your graduation God bless you. Brothers, sisters.
3: Brothers, sisters, we are one. And our lives have just begun. In the spirit. In the spirit, we are young. And will live forever. Come on. Sons of God, hear his holy word. Gather round table of the Lord eat his body drink his blood and we'll sing a song of love hallelujah, hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah shout together to the Lord who has promised our reward happiness a hundred Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah,
4: hallelujah, Father. I sanctify and bless every cup and bread here, Lord. The miracle you have been waiting for is about to be ministered to you. Amen. Expect the thing you have waited for longest in your life, it shall happen today. Amen. God is about to deliver into your life the miracle you've been praying for the miracle you've been desiring, the miracle you've been expecting receive it today receive it today receive it today receive it today, receive it today. you shall hear tens, tens tens of testimonies from today's communion miracles Testimonies Testimonies Open doors Shall happen to you Practically 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 Out of this communion Comes your breakthrough Out of this communion Comes your healing Out of this communion Comes an open door Receive an open door uh, receive a blessing Father Father Thank you for everybody here. And thank you for answered prayer. Thank you for the miracles. And thank you for the testimonies, O God. Thank you, O God, that we shall hear many testimonies to the glory of your blessed name, O God. May we be blessed as we eat. May we be blessed as we drink. May we be healed as we eat. May we be healed as we drink. Thank you for your power. And thank you for the blessedness of receiving the communion the body of Christ the body of Jesus Christ eat it in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus every negative thing you are used to has been taken away Every bad thing you've become accustomed to is being taken out of your life. There is a removal process happening right now. Negative, bad, evil, wicked things are being removed from your life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, it goes out the blood of Jesus, the precious blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus Christ. Drink all of it. On a hill far away. Yes, thank you Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the miracles. Thank you for the blessings.
5: Thank you for the healing.
4: Thank you for the great work that has been accomplished in your life
3: today. Shame. And I love that old cross where are the dearest and best For a world of lost sinners was slain So I'll cherish the old Oh! thank
4: you that it is finished and it is done in Jesus name say amen God bless you take your seats you have won